In today's show. Big queries. Memories. How do you like that? And Star Chat with Joe Lysett. But before any of that, goings on. We got an item. Mm. A jumperoo. So. For the baby, isn't it? Oh. It's a, what it is, is a seat that the baby sits in and it's got springs on and it bounces down. But it's on a huge, great frame, right. a tripod frame, so the seat doesn't go away, like a bungee. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Bouncing up and down, but also can go around 360 degrees in its frame and you can get to different sort of play stations, flashing lights and everything. And things that you can roll around with your fingers or suck with your tongue. The important point is it looks like jolly good fun, but they don't come in adult sizes. Maybe you know what we should do? Build one in your garden. We should definitely create one for adult men. Yeah. And instead of little flashy lights and stuff, you could have an array of snacks and beverages. Yeah. So you'd twiddle your way around, you'd go from your aperitif... Yeah. Then on to like a beef sandwich. Yeah. And then you go around and have a nice ale and a whiskey at the end. And then you'd be back and you'd start again. You just bounce around. around. Hmm. And, and you'd, oh, you bounce the whole time. Yeah. And you'd have someone on hand with a bucket. Do you know what I think you should keep, even in the adult version, where you have the different surfaces, so you have a rough one, a smooth one, one that's felt. Because I love that. Mm. You give mm. them a lick. It's really nice, isn't it? Mm. Relaxing. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I wouldn't do away with that. I'd do that at home. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a wall or something. Yeah. Oh, there's so many different services. Ah. Well, you're still at that stage, aren't you? Exploring things with your tongue. Yes. Yeah, mm. I think I probably always will be. Mm. Big Queries. I've got one here. Mike from Dagenham. That's not actually where Mike lives. It's just a... Given a false address. False address. Saying, uh, Russell Brand has been inciting a revolution. Yeah. One, would we join in with it? Mm-hmm. And two, what form would we take? Yeah, I'd join in. Would you? Yeah. Well, the, the part of a revolution? Yeah. Pitchforks a lot? Yeah, I wouldn't use a pitchfork. What would you use it? Bicycles to deliver seditious pamphlets. Oh. Shall we get a tandem? Bike for two fellas? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We could cycle around together, and then you keep pedalling as I fling the literature through the doorways. It'd be like that brilliant uh, video game from the 1980s, the Paperboy one. Oh, you pedal yeah. along, and then you fling the papers at the doors. God, I haven't played that since the 1980s. Well, you wouldn't have done, no. unless you were like some kind of retarded adult man. <laughs> retro, they call them, and they, they live yeah. out in Ho- Hoxton. Yeah, oh, they're, they're retro mm. with their fringes. And their moustaches. I'll be perfectly honest, they'd be the first to go. I mean, the thing is, I think a revolution's all well and good, but think of the mess. Think of the mess. It's good, you know, there'll be point, litter yeah. everywhere, yeah, there'll yeah. be bits of clothing and trees. Well, it'll probably be blood. That is just, well, that's one side effect, isn't it, mm. of a revolution? Spattered mm. buildings. And, yeah. So you're seeing a, quite a violent revolution then, I take it, Jim. Yeah. People really going at each other. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Who would you get, where would you head off to first for a good wallop? For a wallop? Yeah. 
I'd go somewhere like, there's that cafe, you know up at the Triangle, there's that lovely cafe oh, yeah. for um, victims of domestic abuse. You'd put a brick through that window, wouldn't you? <laughs> I reckon I'd start there because you wouldn't want to start with the Weatherspoons because some mm-hmm. of them fellas look a bit, a bit, a bit handy. Yeah, you, you have know, to build up to it. If anything, I'll pop in Weatherspoons just to keep my energy up, for, mm. you know, have, have a couple of pints because chances are the bar staff would be distracted. You could help yourself. Yeah. Mind you, if you can do that, you may as well go to a nice pub. Yeah, I suppose so. The mm. thing is, I imagine somewhere like a Weatherspoons would become a refuge during a revolution because... Well, you it know, is the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's for all those d- disillusioned souls struggling to get through life. Mm. Um, so, you know, we'd probably hang out there most of the time, just pop our heads out and see if it's finished. Memories. Do you remember going to nightclubs? No. Do you remember... Sharing a room at various times and having night terrors. Yes, very much so. Jim was on the bed and I was on the floor next to your bed, wasn't I? And I woke during the night. I didn't wake, I was asleep. But yeah. you know when you, you're you moving about in your sleep? Flailing. Flailing, and I was awake. And I had this thought that there's someone on that bed and they shouldn't be there. Mm. So I slid my hands underneath the duvet and my fingertips... T- touched with skin which was Jim's ankle and I grabbed it and I yelled I screamed <laughs> he went yeah. he grabbed on so and held so tight so I awoke with the feeling of someone grabbing my ankle and screaming naturally I screamed too <laughs> which made him scream louder didn't he, he yeah. screamed louder. Ah! I had to scream louder and we were yeah. screaming and you had cold and you couldn't go you were like yeah. one of them staffies yeah. weren't you and they had jaws around you yeah. ah! Ah, but after a minute or two, we were out of puff. <laughs> yeah. We can't scream for that long. No. So we stopped. And then I said to you, yeah. what are you screaming about? I said, I was screaming because you were screaming. And because I grabbed your ankle. Mm. And I said, oh, I was screaming because you, you screamed. And I screamed at first, I know that. Mm. Um, I, could, I couldn't tell you why I screamed. Well, you weren't meant to be there. <laughs> Exotic flavoured crisps. How do you like that? I don't. No? No. I was in a pub the other day and I asked, what flavoured crisps have you got? And they came up with all these sort of, um, you know, chilli, chilli and coriander or um, special turkey, fried turkey with peas. And and I said, have you got salt and vinegar? Cheese and onion? I don't like cheese and onion. You just wanted salt and vinegar? Oh, yeah, it got salt and vinegar. No, no, we've got... um, Encrusted sea salt with uh, malt apple vinegar, and I said, "That nah, doesn't sound like what I'm after at all." Mm. And they, you know, all of this exotic. What? Why is it? Do you know why? Go on. It's because of this lot with their retro video games and their floppy fringes, who we're going to take down in a revolution. Yeah, they're off. They're, they're the ones. Do you know that you see them sitting in Cafe Nero with their apple thin apples? What do you call them? You know, Max. the computer. Air Anyway, and they're there, and they've got their headphones on, and they're chatting to someone who's not even there with them. But you can hear their conversation going along about, oh, I've just got to move this file because I'm talking to New York in a few hours, and so on. And do you know what they're doing? They're designing or coming up with a new ridiculous flavour for some crisps, and someone's paying them through the nose to do it. Yeah. Just leave it alone. Do you know what I sometimes do? Go on. When they're not looking, I steal their coffee. Do you? Yeah. And just, what do you replace it with? No, I just I just move it where they can't see it. 
winds them up. They get really cross. Wait till they go to the loo and then, and then accidentally knock it over their air books. They don't leave their air books out and go to the loo. Well, just throw your coffee at their air book as you walk past them. That's, no, I'm taking a more subtle approach at this stage. But yeah, that's what it's going to lead to. It's time for a revolution, Jim. No, you're right. Next time I'm going to fling it in their face. <laughs> yeah. Or I might take a spade in. Hit him with a spade. <laughs> Hit him with a spade. <laughs> You'll know the revolution started when people are walking around with great big spade marks on their foreheads. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that yet, and I'll tell you for why. It's illegal. No, on my little Cafe Nero Lordy card, I've got to seven. Two oh. more and I'll get a free coffee. Yes, you so, don't, yeah. So it's going to be a couple of weeks before the revolution mm. starts. That'd be a nice coffee, that one, wouldn't it? I always get a huge one. I do? Yeah, for the free one. Extra large latte. Ex- no, not a latte. I get one of them. What's the most expensive? I'll say, what's the most expensive <laughs> thing you got? I'll have a large one of them, and they'll be like, "Oh, that will be three pounds fifty, isn't it?" I say, "You reckon?" Show them the card. Sneaky. Yeah, and they're like, "Well done." That would be a caramaca flapping up and a ditchino or something, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's the kind of thing that you with w- cream, you of would, course. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't like. And to be perfectly honest, I don't like either. No, you drink it anyway, don't you? I do because it's free. <laughs> yeah, but it's horrible. We'll drink anything that's free. Mm. <laughs> just actually if anyone out there has anything they want to send in we'll drink it yeah that could be for series two we'll do that yeah send us something in anything we'll drink it and we'll let you know how that went yeah well we'll drink it live on the podcast you'll be able to hear us drink that's it. the beauty of a podcast mm. alright here's one how do you like that the ruling class I don't I do which ones are they the ones in charge no sack them down with them chop them off chop them up Oh crumbs, look what time it is, Bob. Oh, is it already? Yeah, time for Star Chat. Doesn't it fly by, yeah. It does, doesn't it? Who, which comedy pal are we chatting to this week then? Joe Lysett. No. Yeah, he's good, isn't he? He's doing very well for himself. He is. He's, yeah. he's funny all over the place. Oh, he is. Well, we, we've known him a while, haven't we? Oh, we knew him back when he used to be a nervous wreck. Sat next to us and we'd we'd comfort him, and uh, then he went on to be much better. I think you might be thinking of someone else. Am I? Yeah, I'm thinking Michael McIntyre. Possibly. Uh, Well, I'll tell you what though, we can't phone him in here, can we? No. Should we go through to the phone room? Yeah. Hello. Hello, Joe. Can you hear me? We We can can hear you loud and clear. Thank you. How you doing? I'm okay. Let me. Let me. I'm just going outside with my coffee. What have you? What have you guys been doing? The podcast, I presume. Podcasting. Yeah, podcasting. Yes, we do nowadays. Sometimes on a Sunday lunchtime. A nice thing to do, though. A lovely Sunday podcast. Why not? Um, have you ever been accused of a crime you didn't commit? Accused of a crime I didn't commit. Yeah, Jim and I were once accused of murder by the Metropolitan Police. We didn't do were it. Were you? We didn't do it. Has it been proved that it was somebody else or? Oh, I don't know. Am I just taking your word for it? I don't it? know, but they let us go. Yeah. So he obviously realised wow. we didn't look capable. No, I don't. I don't think I have. You know, I think I. I think the police think I'm a lovely chap. Really? Um, oh, do you know what? Do you know what it was? Actually, yeah, somebody um, was had been sort of punched to the ground, and I watched it happen outside a pub, <laughs> and. I ran over to sort of help them. They were bleeding from the sort of face. They were fine, but they were like damaged. Yeah. It was a drunk homeless man who had been punched, so he wasn't very cognitive. And um, the police came. I rang the police, and they came over, and they said, "Oh, what happened?" And because I'd sort of been helping him out, I had blood on me, and um, 
and I said, oh, he was attacked. And I took blood on my hands. And then they said, oh, what did the attacker look like? And the homeless guy gave a description that matched me entirely. <laughs> um, and I had blood blood on my hands. So I was trying to sort of go, oh, no, it wasn't me. And I, could, and, and I, and I sort of said to him, I said, I know that sounds exactly like me, but I just came over to help. And the police officer said, um, said oh, don't worry, I don't think you're capable of this which made me then feel really emasculated. And I thought, well, I could have knocked the man out if I wanted to. Like, mm. I felt really, like, hurt. Well, that's the greatest alibi you'll ever have, isn't it? Mm. Looking like a weed. Yeah. yeah. We've relied on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good, a good alibi, just looking with it. Do you or anyone you share a room with suffer from night terrors? Uh, no, but my friend and the guy that directs my Edinburgh shows, he um, has this app on his phone where he um, records his sleep and if he makes a noise, then it, it sort of picks that up and records the noises that he makes in his sleep as little snippets because he sees like little characters that like climb in his bed and talk to him and stuff like that. And so he started recording his uh, sleep to sort of um, see what he was dreaming about and what these night terrors were. He one night dreamt that he was being attacked by a swarm of bees and he played me the recording and he sounds genuinely really terrified and all he does is he goes fuck fuck all bees that's all he says fuck all bees on this recording but he sounds genuinely terrified it's really it's an amazing recording yeah fuck all bees no i don't get nightmares but it sounds horrible when he gets really grim Do you think there's a revolution yeah. coming? Oh, no, don't be so ridiculous. <laughs> um, is this a Russell Brand-related thing? Well, you know, he's not the first person I like, to call I, a revolution. I love Russell Brand, uh, and I think he's very talented, a wonderful comic, one of the best. But um, I don't think it's happening. Well, why do you think there's one coming? Mm, well, no, not necessarily, but no. I mean, in a way, it's a bit like what we were talking about before, isn't it? He doesn't look capable. So we don't. We assume he wouldn't be the revolutionary leader. Yes. Maybe he's he's confusing us all with that appearance. Yeah, Just maybe like that's you it. Maybe yeah. Beat the shit out of that drunk man, <laughs> that drunk homeless man, <laughs> and then convince yes. the police. And now you're trying to convince us. That that I hadn't done it. Yeah. Yeah. Similar thing. Yeah, I've convinced you. If I've the, convinced if... a lot. And funnily enough, that homeless man was Russell Brand. <laughs> I mean, it's worked out terribly well for everyone. Yeah, some sort of karma. If there was a revolution, though, what do you see? as your role? I think, I think, yeah, uh, my friend Karen has just said coffee maker. Yeah, I think that's probably the, the extent to my ability. Is, is this podcast going to be carried on through the revolution? Oh, think? yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll be, um, we'll be like a beacon. We will. We'll be like Radio <laughs> Luxembourg. <laughs> yes. We'll, yeah. We'll be the only there. thing broadcasting is this podcast after... Russell Brand takes everything else down. Hello to the future. I should be talking to the future after the revolution, shouldn't I? Well, thanks, Joe, for talking with us today. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I wish you the best for the future. Farewell. Thanks, Joe. See you soon. Farewell. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Crikey. We're out of time. Is it the end already? Yeah, it's come to the end. Blimey. Yes, it's incredible, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it a wonder? Yeah. Mm. What have you learned today, Bob? There's not going to be a revolution. But if there is, at least we know where to go for coffee.